Welcome to Two Cents Worth. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Two Cents Worth. Today is our final Two Cents Worth. Uh, I'll, I'll come back to that later on and everything, but today we're talking photography. And I have, I'm I actually am really excited because we have got some of Toowoomba's best, absolute best talent here today. We have Dan Von Hoff, who, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm a bit starstruck today about this one. Um, uh, we have Tessa Cox, whose work is just so warm and involved. Just, okay, I'll be putting all the Instagram handles and everything that I possibly can. You've got to check these guys out. And, of course, we have the beautiful Renee Bregman, who has got, now it's Fika Films, is that correct? Yes, Fika Films. And her um, her video work, videography that I've come across just a little while ago, I actually... Um, it was funny because I got in touch with Renee and I was like, I don't know you and I don't need you for anything, but you're amazing. Like, and, and it's true. Her I was work was that, thank you. <laughs> it was just amazing. And then I thought, hang on, why don't I get you on here and we'll have a chat. So, guys, thank you for your time today. Welcome. Um, I'm going to just, I just want to get right into it. I want people to get to not just see the Instagram accounts and your beautiful photography, which is you know, of course, very important. But I also want them to get to know a bit about you and how you tick because you're brilliant at what you do. So let's start with Tessa. Tessa, now, we just worked out before you're all, I was about to say Gold Coast locals, <laughs> you're all Toowoomba locals. You're born and bred here in Toowoomba. Tell me a bit about how photography came about for you having grown up in Toowoomba. Was it always the plan? Um, so I sort of started photography like when I was really young and we were traveling like around Australia, but I think I sort of got like really serious, um, into it in high school. Um, so it actually wasn't the plan. I was, um, had all my subjects to a vet. <laughs> so, um, I was always like still a creative person and then, yeah, I just sort of, went down the path and decided, like, that was more me. Yeah. Yeah. Are you very adventurous? Yeah. I love travelling. Yeah, travelled my whole life. So, yeah, it's just favourite thing. So when when you said when you were younger, so when was the first time you travelled anywhere? What? Um, Oh, like, since I was, like, a couple years old. And then when I was nine, like, we travelled around all of Australia for six months and oh wow done heaps of trips fantastic okay now this is intriguing to me because I've met over the years obviously as a mum you know I've met a lot of families who've done the the six months or 12 months they've packed up and taken the kids what was your experience as a kid what do you take away from that the most oh um oh I don't know it's just like the best thing ever um my mum's a teacher, so, like, school wasn't really that much of an issue. But, yeah, just, like, I just had so many experiences that, like, other kids haven't had and it's been amazing. And it's obviously had an influence on how you view the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think um, it's interesting. Do you have siblings that you, you went around with as well? Yeah, so I have two brothers. I'm the middle child, so, yeah, <laughs> it's good fun. <laughs> Your mum was brave. Your parents were brave. Was it five of you? Yeah, all five of us in a camping trailer. <laughs> That's awesome. 
that's amazing. Yeah. And I think we've all experienced a little bit, even through COVID-19, you know, wow, stripping back, we've all benefited from that. So I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Renee, Fika Films, yeah. when did this begin for you? Uh, I'm really, really new, actually. Fika Films started this year, which was just a brilliant year to start a business. It was great. That was like, dear, Vision. Um, but yes, I started this year and I, uh, basically I actually came across another photographer based in Sydney creating these family films and I just fell in love with them. I just loved how authentic they were and it was just families doing their, just living their day-to-day life doing just normal things like cooking in the kitchen and having a play in the backyard and just having those authentic moments. Mm. Um, and I just fell in love with it and I was like, I want to do that. Mm. And she happened to run a course and I did the course and loved it and went from there. So that's how I started. Yeah, so this year, <laughs> brand new. But what was interesting when I saw your work, Renee, um, I find it interesting actually from all, all different perspectives as photographers, you each have an eye for something that, that goes beyond what we might all see, or, you know, we all have different perspectives. So when it comes to Fika films, when I saw the, you know, I sat there and just watched clip after clip after <laughs> clip, I'm like, wow, you you honed right in and saw the way that mother used yeah. the hand there. You you honed in on the way they were looking at each other there. How, like, how does that work? You're just like, I think this is going to happen right about now. Well, I, I think yeah, your magic. <laughs> well, I guess it's looking for those moments. I mean, as a mother as well, like I'm like looking for those moments as they happen um, and just being really quick to capture it as well because it's just because I'm not posing them. It's none of it stage. It's all just like that one that you're referring to there. I just come over and then like, I was just there and um, they were just hanging out, playing, reading stories, playing in the garden, and I'm just there looking for those little moments. And it's the details that I love the most. So the way that she held her hand and the way she was just rubbing her tummy and um, and even at the very start of that, um, like she was at like her little girl's upset and just the way she held her and comforted yes. her. Oh, like I know. Those moments, they're the really special ones and the ones that she'll look back on and think, oh, look how small she was. And, and in being in the film, she can almost relive that moment of how it felt, you know, to really hold her when she was, you know, so tiny. And so that's, I guess, where my passion comes from is capturing those like intimate details like that, that you some like you can sort of forget or, you know, your little one's not going to remember it. So for her, when she grows up, she can look back at that and say, oh, come look at mum and look at me and look at, you know, what we what we used to do, what our day looked like. So, yeah. And I, I can, I know that a couple of weekends ago we had, um, we had a bit of a video night, pulled out all the home movies. Yeah. And the thing is that we hadn't watched home movies for ever. Mm. So when our eldest is now 20, and watching these moments, I realised how healing it can be because as parents, you know, we have the we have the good, we have the bad, the ugly, but to come back and for them to see how adored they were, you yes. actually saw them sitting there going, oh, wow, and it, it brought us closer together from that perspective. So it, it's it's actually very powerful and it would uh, increase in value over the years what you're, what you're doing. I love it. Yeah. It's sort of like an airline that you can pass through. Yeah, absolutely. And it yeah. is, I think, specifically what you said there about, you know, because, I mean, you know, kids don't remember, like they don't remember how much they were loved, but to be able to see it, they can really see, oh, wow, you know, 
mum did really love me. She did do so much for me, you know, and yeah. to be able to, for them to be able to see it is a really powerful thing. So. Yeah, absolutely. I, I really, I love it. I love it, I love it, I love it. And I actually met when we first got in touch with one another and we we're chatting, I'm like, I don't need you for anything. But now, you know, as I've been watching it, I'm like, yeah. Especially as parents, so often we, I'm the one always behind the camera. There's yes. not so many photos of me. Um, and, and that's okay to a point, but then the, the other side of it is, but I want them to know what I did. I want them to see that I was present. And yeah. And it's not even because I think sometimes, I don't know, maybe it's a female thing is like, oh, you know, I don't look great or I feel you feel a bit funny about the, what your, your appearance and that sort of thing. But your kids don't see that. They just hey, see. Exactly. And not only that, you know, when the years go by and then you look back and you go, I looked amazing. I looked incredible. That was my problem. Yeah, exactly. So one day, you know, if you're you're blessed enough to get to 60, 70, 80, 90, you're going to be like, I was a babe. That's right. Look how young and beautiful I was. That's what I'm worried about. That's right. Yeah. Another thing too, because I was looking at um, old videos as well, and like as a a kid you always just see mum as mum. You never really see anything different. And then like. It's not until, like, I still think of my mum now, like, you know, she's always looked like that. Like, she's, because you, you don't see it till you see photos and things like that. So, you're like, oh, there's been, like, such a transition. Like, no, you aged her, different You aged her. Probably, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Dan, I'm, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, the starstruck sort of, I'm terrible. You know, once there was Scott, Scotty Cam was here at the airport in Toowoomba, yeah. I'm like, I didn't, like, I've watched the vlog, but, like, he walked by, I'm like, <laughs> but in all in all honesty I mean look Toowoomba is rich with incredible talent and um and Dan I have to say uh I followed you for quite a while and I haven't followed you knowing who you are so when I sort of put that together I was like oh I I could only ask um your work is quite to me um very moody dramatic strong um maybe sometimes even melancholy and then other times it's just so uh regal there's some of the words that come to my mind okay. talk to me about your passion for this so how you came like how did you know you were going to do photography or did you yeah. stumble into it um well i guess there's there's so many different sides as well because uh if you look at my because I have a few different, like if, you just, if we're just basically talking off Instagram, just off that, I've got obviously a few different um, different types of work. Like I do a lot of landscape stuff, which is, might be the moody sort of things you're talking about. But then there's a whole world of like weddings that I shoot, which is actually my main full-time gig that I do. Um, so and I like, passion? yeah, definitely, definitely passion is weddings. Um, you know, and it's, yeah, I mean, it, it sucks that it's been so long since I've shot a wedding because it's been probably what, three three, four months, something like that. I'm like, I want to get back to it. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think as a kid I always wanted to do something creative. I loved doing drawings and things like that. And then when I was a teenager in school, I was, like, really into music and I was like, I'm going to be in a band. Like, that's definitely what I'm going to be doing. But then, you know, sort of as soon as school finished, it was like, oh, you know, all, all my all my musician friends in high school were like, oh, you know, we're all doing separate stuff now. So um, I went to TAFE, did TAFE for two years. Um, uh, and just based off, like that was just based off, I think using my mum's camera, like just just before tape, and I was like playing around. I was like, oh, maybe I could give this a go. Like it's something I don't know. It's fun. Um, and then yes, yeah, so I studied photography. 
Uh, and then I started a business with another photographer that I met there, so Lucy Sheedy. So we started Dan and Lucy. Um, so, yeah, so a lot of, I don't know, some people don't know, yeah. So we, we had a business together uh, for like, I think, five years or so. Wow. Uh, and I think, and the main thing was we were trying to build up our skills in, initially. Um, I think Lucy, just out of taste, she, she booked a couple of weddings and she asked me, you know, can you, can we, you know, team up and do some stuff, help me out? And then we just, yeah, went full steam ahead with the business. Um, and then we got to a point where I think, because obviously like building, uh, you know, skills, gear, it was expensive. Um, you know, so we were obviously super passionate about weddings, but it was always sort of the goal of like we wanted to do our own stuff as well. Like we wanted to have the flexibility of doing, you know, um, I don't know, like it's, it's much easier when you're not in a, in a partnership locked into that kind of thing. Um, so, we, yeah, we made a decision to go, okay, let, let's do our own stuff. Uh, and, yeah, so that was like 2016. So from 2016 until now, we've been operating like separate businesses. Um, I still talk to her all the time. Like we're really good friends. We always have like video chats like this, like weekly and everything. So, um, yeah, if you don't know about her, check out her. She's a great family photographer as well. Um, and weddings, obviously, same, same as me, weddings. Um, but, yeah, I guess... I was going to say it's like that oh, sort of good. thing for weddings. Like I never knew that was going to be a passionate thing for me, but yeah. once I started doing it, um, it was all the all the little moments and things. Uh, I guess just capturing stuff. I like the thrill of, uh, I guess, like moments just dis- disappearing and not having not not being able yeah. to get them back again, and like yeah. having that thrill of like chasing it all the time. And yeah. you know, so it, I don't know. It's just been a unexpected turn. I guess I could never say when I was a kid. Like I also heard someone else talk about like. When you're in high school, no one really says, I want to be a wedding photographer. Like, yeah. it's not really a career choice that, you know, they might say I want to be a creative or something, but it's never really a wedding photographer. So I think a lot of people kind of fall into it and then go, oh, man, like this is such an um, exciting world to be in. Mm-hmm. So, But your images, like, you've clearly been there right at that point because you've got some amazing moments captured. Can you share with me, share with me something that comes to mind that you're like, this was just gold? that you enjoyed? Oh, um, it's kind of overwhelming how much stuff. It's, it's hard to remember. I always remember at the end of a wedding, I'm like, I don't even, can't remember what's happened because it's just been such a crazy day. And so quick. Um, oh, what's, let me think. There's just one thing, and on the, on, I just updated my website recently, and one on, the, um, on, the, on my front page of my website, there was, um, I think, two little kids sitting like on a chair and one of them had like someone clipped the veil in this little girl's like wow girl and and then I think she like someone chucked it over over one of them and then I I ran over and I missed it and just look on like I got I got no I didn't miss it what am I saying I got the kid the little boy like sort of looking like like sort of all embarrassed to have it over his head and like so I didn't set any of that up. That just kind of happened naturally. Like obviously there's things happening within the day that are being set up and, um, you know, people are doing things and whatever, but just just being ready. Like um, yeah. I guess what we are saying before um, Renee was saying about uh, capturing the moments and everything and being ready, like first step is being able to handle your camera and making sure your settings are good. And then the next step is like just because if, if you're not thinking about that, you're ready to get in there and get it. Yeah, so yeah. Like yeah. Most people, you know, every every day sort of, you know, non-photographers, are, they're always thinking about, oh, like the camera and all that stuff and then the moment's gone. So it's 
it's all about getting the skills to be ready with the camera and then jumping in and going like I don't have to think about what settings I'm on I'm just like in and ready to go so yeah 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 I get that and I think so Tessa do you find like are you finding that you enjoy portraits with people or you enjoy when you're on your adventures what what are you enjoying the most at the moment um so I'm sort of working towards like elopements and stuff so I've just like started getting into that area um so yeah, like I want to do like more adventure elopements that way. Like I wow. can complete my traveling and still like capture people's wedding days. Um, yeah, I just think they're so like different and like yeah, they're so cool. <laughs> yeah, and we've got such incredible areas. You know, what a region here, and you you would you would also be invited as I know Dan. You've had um, you did a Northern Territory shoot where you were in that helicopter. Yeah, that was yeah. incredible to look at. Yeah, that was pretty crazy, yeah. Yeah. So I suppose when it comes to elopements, you've got people who are from elsewhere coming in and you've got locals who will be saying, come with me, we're going out. Yeah. Are you hoping hoping for that a little bit more? Yeah. <laughs> so that adventurous spirit. Yeah. Have you, where's the furthest you've been, Tessa? Um, I've been to Germany a few times. Ah. Italy. New Zealand, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to make it to New Zealand this year, but, like, I did have a trip planned and then I was supposed to go to Canada and Iceland next year, but I think that'll have to get pushed back again. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be looking, we'll be following the Instagram feeds for sure then. Um <laughs> Okay, so a question for all of you. Being in the Toowoomba region, what do you love most about being able to be a photographer in this region? What what lights you up? Renee? <laughs> um, well, I, I mean, I love, I guess, with my films that I've been doing, I love that we've got so much, um, so many beautiful places to go and explore that are so close. So even just out here at Highfields, Highfields Falls out here, which is like two minutes away from my house, mm. and we had a family, I had a little family come out there and just have a little adventure session through there. So I love that. I love that there's just, you know, that's there or, you know, there's just places, like little places that you can go and find these sneaky little places to have this great, um, I guess, location shoot, I guess. Um, yeah. And even being here, even if I wanted to travel, it's not that far. If we wanted to go to the coast, it's only just just there. Very you know what I mean? Like yeah. sort of where we're located. You know, you can sort of have that sort of country vibe, I guess, sort of out here. But you can also go to the coast. It's not a big. Um, That's right. You can do a day trip, and that was yeah. I, I get that. You imagine being eight hours away from any beach. That's, that's, that's right. That's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, what about you? What do you What do you love about the region? And um, similar to- kind of thing. Um, I guess just just speaking as a wedding photographer, like there's there's so many wedding venues here that are like amazing. Some of the best, you know, there is in all of Queensland. Um, but you know, I love doing like backyard kind of weddings as well um, out on properties. So even if it's like half an hour out of town on a farm somewhere or as far as like Roma. I've been to Roma, places like that a couple of times. So it's like even as far as Charleville before, so it was like red dirt and, you know, and it's, it's really not that hard to like travel, you know, three hours or so. And, you know, it's it's such a hub of like in any direction you can go and there's great stuff. And obviously yeah. you said like not, cl- not far from the coast. Um, we've got an airport here now, like I've flown to Sydney a couple of times. 
the weddings down there and it's like you know you can be you can be in sydney by 8 a, 8 a.m if you want to be exactly like, so good uh, but yeah i mean it's just I, and I also just as as a business in general um Tuam is just such a great place because i feel like um i don't know there's a lot of opportunities here it's not necessarily uh, i mean like compared to a big city like there's definitely not as much like competition and, and you know at, at each other's throats like all the time and stuff like that because it's just okay. know, it's a, just a nicer kind of environment here so you know you don't have to I don't know I think anyone starting something like that in a bigger city would definitely feel uh, a lot more pressure from outside sources and stuff so I think in Toowoomba you can sort of I don't know it's a bit it's a bit easier to to start a creative thing that's, like that. That's a really good point like and this is a great opportunity for me to say good morning Shane. I'm sorry he's <laughs> running around busy. Shane and I met out at um, Aberfeldy Farm and Barn because Shane obviously has Talking to Woomba, uh, the podcast and Adam and I we had Royal Throne Room so we were out there for this like a, a an expo type day. It was beautiful. There were you yeah. know the um the pizza guys from um, Flaming Good, and then they had like the what's the what's the combi the combi keg combi oh, keg yeah dad. what a character that guy is. and then that so we had all these different businesses there there were you know uh, wedding stylists and cakes and you know the photo booth photo guy photo booth guy and um, but it was such a lovely atmosphere and I and I I credited it to um, to Cass out there. But one of the things too, I think, just as you're speaking, I'm like, yeah, that that's the region. That's that is the region. Yeah, really yeah I think that. I think you're right. I think we're very lucky. We've we've got such a beautiful region that we live in, and the people that live in the region don't think like they do in the city. And we work with each other. You know, I mean, I, I'm sure the you know. Yourself, Dan, Renee, and Tess. There's been times when perhaps another photographer's contacted you and said, "Hey, look." I can't do this. Do you want to do it? And th- there's much more teamwork in the region. Yeah. Hmm. I think um, I'd be interested to hear what you all think too of as now we we emerge from COVID nineteen and hopefully there's you know that's where we're heading forward as we come into twenty twenty one. Do you think there'll be a difference to the things that people? So, for example, I'm imagining Renee. Will people be more inclined to say, hey, family matters? And, and Dan, do you think people will be, what will weddings look like? How will that differ? And, you know, and this, again, for Tessa, like, yeah, maybe elopements will be more of a common thing after COVID-19. Just, just have you thought about that? And if so, share your thoughts. Yeah, I think um, during this time when, you know, we were forced, I guess, in a way, forced more time together to get home and, spending more time um, with their family and maybe having reconnecting a bit more, I think because, you know, we are so busy and um, just, you know, just family life, just living life. And so and sometimes you miss those moments and you don't have all that time to spend with each other because it's just that's just how things are. But maybe now we've been forced to have that time and slow down a little bit and realise that, hey, this is actually pretty nice and actually really enjoy having this time with my family and I want to have more of this time and then you know that creating a film you know to remember this time that we have as a family you know we only do this once my kids are only going to be small this once I want to remember it I want them to be able to look back and have memories just by by watching it you know uh, or capturing it in photos 
that sort of thing. So hopefully, um, you know, people start to think more that way and want to slow down and not want to be go, go, go all the time. Yeah, definitely. Um, pretty much, yeah, I think exactly the same thing. Um, with I Just with weddings, I guess it will just be a bit more of a um, celebration of when people can uh, obviously who knows when the borders will open and things like that. It's in just, you know, state borders. But when people can see each other from other places, it'll be this even even more, um, I don't know, jo- joining together of families and they'll em- embracing all that sort of stuff because obviously they haven't, a lot of people haven't seen. Um, I mean, weddings have always been that way where it's a big getting together of people who haven't don't see each other all the time. But I think it'll be even more because we've had such a lack of it and we're all kind of craving this, like, can we get back to normal now? And can we all, you know, so and be yeah. around people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the anticipation of people who've been going, we had to postpone our wedding. By the time they finally get there, you can imagine it's just going to be this supercharged day of joy. <laughs> It'll be awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think like the wedding day is gonna be like so much more like special for them because like they've had to wait so long. And I feel like they'll either be, like, really huge weddings or people will still opt for, like, those really smaller intimate yeah. weddings. Um, yeah, and just, like, yeah, somewhat more special and intimate and, yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how things, because, I mean, it's almost like you have this big event. I know, in you know, when, when one of my children was really little, we, we went through a, a bit of a time with him and uh, he had an injury and I remember going, it was about six months later where we were like, whoa, like so exhausted. And it was like, you have the event, but then down the track you unpack it. So we've had COVID-19 and we've had everything that we've had to do and we've been in survival mode and people pivoting and, uh, you know, kids being homeschooled. Now, as everything settles and some businesses will need to fold and some people, you know, will be reinventing their businesses and then others are going to just be like <laughs> thriving. So it, it's such a time, all the pieces are moving. Um, and we're yet to see that, you know, it's not over. It's not over. So it's, it, it's a good thing, though. Yeah. Dan, I need to ask then, when I've been looking at your, um, a, like, you do a photo each day. And yep. that's a big commitment because even if you're a brilliant photographer like you are and you're like, today I'm going to take a photo of something amazing and it's going to look really amazing, and I'll just, you know, it's done. What are you thinking? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so for those of you who don't know, like I, I did it uh, in 2016, like this project where I did a photo every day. It's pretty straightforward. I just have to take a photo on the day and post it on Instagram. I don't necessarily post it like the day of because sometimes I'm just busy and whatever, but I have to actually take the photo between, you know, midnight and midnight, so it has to be done then. Um, do it for a whole year. I, I'm, I was sort of the idea of doing it every four years because I was going to do it every leap year, so there's an extra day in there, 366. Um, and, yeah, so it, it, last time I did it, yeah, about this time of year, like winter, I was like, oh, man, it's hard to find something, like, interesting to take photos of. But um, and, and even now I'm starting to feel a bit like I, it would just be so much easier to just stop because it's like... <laughs> Trying to find something every day is, is kind of draining. But I, I think now it's just become um, just more of a discipline thing, like to tell me, like to go like, okay, it is, it is hard sometimes because um, some days I'm just literally on the computer all day uh, and editing and doing work and stuff like that. And there's really, you know, I'm not really 
sometimes I'm not really leaving the house that much. So it's like, it's forcing me to try and find something. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just the discipline thing of trying to be creative every day, trying to find something interesting, like some kind of, you know, shape, color, whatever. Um, and just doing that. But yeah, there's definitely a few days in there where it's like, you know, just like the ceiling, and then like, <laughs> like the sky. And then, you know, I remember last, last time I did it, there was a lot of, uh, a lot of moons. Cause I, I just like, you know, that kind of stuff. So I was like, it's probably like 15 moons in there throughout the year. But yeah, it's just, it's just a discipline thing to try and like push me every day. And I don't know, it's a bit tough, but it's good. I think it was um, maybe uh, Jerry Seinfeld was somebody, I think it was him who was talking about comedy one day and somebody said, how do you come up with all this content? He said, without fail, I give 15 minutes a day. So imagine a calendar and I, I put a cross on each day that I write my 15 minutes, whether it's good or bad, doesn't matter. And he said that the goal is to not break the chain. And, you know, yeah. you hear of people who they're waiting for inspiration, but that discipline really can bring about those moments of creativity when that all collides and it's incredible. And I think that's half the enjoyment of watching and following that account is going, what, you know, not only what will you come up with today, but appreciating the fact that you're not always like, I'm so inspired. It's like yeah. you've got to tune in. You've got to be paying attention. Mm. That's that's another thing. Um, uh it's the, it's the concept of showing up to work every day. Like, so all, it doesn't matter. Like um, there's a saying with like writers that, you know, like you just have to sit down and write. Like the hard part's not like the hard part is sitting down and writing. So it doesn't matter if, um, if you sit down in the morning, but the idea is to go to work every morning, sit down and write something. And if you, doesn't matter if it's like the worst piece of trash ever written, the fact that you've written is, is it. Because if you do that every single day, one day something will show up and it'll be, yeah. They call it the muse, like the muse comes down and touches you and then that's what gives you the, the thing because all these things weren't created out of nothing. So yeah. it's just like showing up every day, doing the work, no matter how bad it is and going, well, if I just keep doing this every day, something will come of it. So yeah, that's yeah. kind of the idea. The other one I love is do the bad version first. You know, like you, how do you get good at something if you're not going to do the, the thing for the first time or you do the bad version and go, okay, <laughs> do the bad version first. Yeah. Tessa, having grown up in Toowoomba, do you do you find um do you have a lot of people you still keep in touch with from school now? Or did everyone disperse? Yeah, so I only like speak to a few people that I went to high school with. Um but now a lot of my friends like that I've met through like um my like other job all live like on the coast or in Brisbane. So <laughs> destinations yeah so yeah it's good if I just want to like go up there for the weekend it's good yeah that's excellent that's excellent what do you find um Tessa when you're sitting down to you know okay you, you go to a photo shoot and you're taking these photos do you find there's something that you tend to start with do you look for the moment do you look for the color do you look for the light do you where do you find your brain naturally goes um sort of like a bunch of those things like I'm always looking for like warm colors like in the location that I'm at that way it suits my style and then um yeah I just like to focus on like really candid natural moments and nothing like too posed mm. yeah my, my wedding photos were pre-digital <laughs> <laughs> they're pretty special <laughs> they're pretty special so <laughs> <laughs> the old post shots. In fact, 
we were Adam and I were married in 99 so when we had all of our photos taken we asked the photographer to stay because we wanted the the candid shots and yeah. they they usually didn't do that you had the photographer there for the wedding and then they go and I'm like no 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 <laughs> I want you there for those ones so oh, digital photography is one of the best things ever um Look, I can't stand that this time goes so quickly because I would love to ask so many more questions, but I will put all of the links into today's chat so that people can please go and have a look at these these guys. Their work is incredible. And I love how you get a taste of a person's personality in their work. You know, it's so different. Even when there's similarities in some with some photography, you can still pick it. And when you follow people long enough, you're like, I know who that is, <laughs> you know. Um, so it's a credit to all of you, the work that you're doing, the way that you bring a depth and a, I don't know, you just, it's beautiful. It really is beautiful work. Um, I need to wrap up today. Uh, and so forgive me, I just need a couple more minutes. For those of you who have, have been watching, um, thank you for joining us. We were going to go for this second season, but as we're re-emerging from um, COVID-19, yeah, our businesses have been taking off and the, the workload's getting a bit much. So the idea of this was to, you know, I guess keep spirits alive, get to know people behind their businesses, and I hope that this will inspire somebody out there to start that podcast, reach out to other people who are locals and support local. You know, if, you, if you're a photographer, if you're, you know, whatever it might be, like, to, okay, so for Adam and I with Royal Throne Rooms, we're going to get photographers on there and talk weddings, talk shop, get to know the people behind the businesses and connect with one another because this is just such an incredible region. Um, Shane and Jody, thank you so much. You have taken your time to, you know, we, we've just done this as a, a bit of a labour of love. So they've rocked up every week and um, recorded all of the audio, put that into a podcast. And um, that just gives people, I think, the bit of content as well as it's been able to give people a bit of hope at the moment while we're, like, not knowing what, what was coming. So thank you for that. What you guys are doing with Talking Toowoomba um, undoubtedly will be so great for the community. I think that you guys have that vision to not only um, be impartial and just be a service to our community, but I think what you'll also be able to do is, as we've seen over COVID-19, there'll be people who never thought to connect with one another that, and by hearing more about what everyone's up to, if we can tune in to something like your podcast, I think that um, it's a really natural way for us to connect with like-minded people. So, um, yeah, thank you, everybody, who has been a part of today I, um, and and just following Two Cents Worth. Um, I don't know how I, to wrap that up. <laughs> I just want to add, if I can, Tamara, that um, I think I can speak on behalf of the Toowoomba community that have been involved with Two Cents Worth. Thanks to you for your passion and your drive to front up every week and do this. There's been some really great people on chatting about all sorts of things. We've talked about coping with having kids at home during COVID-19. We've talked about mums with, with young babies. We've talked businesses like photographers and we've had the Chamber, the Toowoomba Chamber of Commerce on talking about how they're helping the community. I think what you came up with and did with Two Cents Worth was absolutely brilliant. That's why we were willing to jump in and support you as much as we could. Unfortunately, it's coming to an end, but I think it's it's got to the point 
with COVID now sort of starting to shrink, um, it's time for for us all to move on. Obviously, as you mentioned, the Talking Dorma podcast will be continuing and we hope to fill the the gap that two cents worth might be leaving. But I got a feeling, Tamara, that you and I will still have chats into the future and I'm sure anybody who's followed you thus far with two cents worth, if they keep listening to the Talking Dorma podcast, they're going to hear you pop up from time to time. Oh, really now? Yeah, I, I've got plans well, for know, you, girl. No, I'm not short of a, <laughs> a word to say. Um, thanks, Shane. So okay. really, on behalf of Toowoomba, thank you for what you've done. It's It's and been very good our, support. Thank you. Thank you. I think we all just do our little bit, and uh, and I, and I, I am I'm proud to be here. It's a, it's a great community, and, um, and I think, as we said before, you know, do the bad version first. Just We just get in there and do what we need to do and support one another. I love that about our, our region. Yeah. All right, guys, let's wrap it up because I'm, like, talking weird. <laughs> Thank you all. Bye, everyone. Thank you again. We will be um, putting the links up shortly for all of your businesses. Thanks, guys. See ya. Bye. <laughs>